Let's rock. Hello, yes, Dan Ozzie here. This is the master of Tiger Style, Lee Moriarty, Domino Carini. This is Trey Lamar. This is Zoe Sky. This is Nick Fucking Gage. This is Bobby Beverly, and you're listening to the IWTV Guide Podcast. And welcome to another edition of IWTV Guide, your guide to what's on independentwrestling.tv. I'm Jared J. Hawk Hawkins, and joining me as always, he's going down to South Park, going to leave him glow behind, Charlie Butter. South Park? Interesting. Why South Park this week? Butter? <laughs> I had nothing else, dude. I'm sorry. What do you want me to do? We've been re- okay. So not with just this podcast, but with the other podcast, we've we're almost to 200 episodes. It's taking you this long to to throw that one out there. All right, I'll give it to you. All right. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so how was your week? Well, uh, I told you I'm coming a bit off the air, and because it's related <laughs> to my non-podcast job, I'm not going to go into it on the air. But interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I don't miss retail, man. I, I don't. I, I like my uh, my nice warehouse job that I don't deal with very many people. Um, yeah, I, I'm honestly glad baseball season coming up. Because at least those people are, are just there to have a good time for the most part, even though it's still retail. I very rarely get an issue. But oh, Are you going to cut back on that? And Are they going to open this year? I, I got an email yeah, yeah, asking for my availability, so I'm assuming so. Oh, cool. That's cool, I guess. I'm sure that'll be a nice uh, break if they give it to you from the other job, but you know how companies are. They just uh, assume I, that. No, I, I've got, I, I'll, I'll still be working probably the same amount of hours at the other one, but I've got my day off arranged where I can do both. So. You're just going to torture yourself, man. <sighs> what, 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 else, what else am I going to do? I, I already go to work and, and go to work and sleep. Like the only difference is I'm doing it an extra day or week now. I mean, you might be, <laughs> you might be able to to go to some wrestling eventually soon like it you know summer's coming we're, we're, we're getting close well i i'm i'm hoping that's the case i can request day golf like that i can still request other day golf all right uh did you by by chance catch h2o last night uh i did not but i did hear some uh very interesting news yeah they got Sorry. a new member man yeah 440 now has the bad bobby beverly from the show yeah so uh, which is really funny because if you listen to our interview episode, I asked him if, 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 you know, he would be open to joining 440, he said he hadn't been asked to do so, but he would be open to it. And then here we are two weeks later and he is now a member of 440. So, uh, quite interesting if you ask me. And no, we did not know this ahead of time. No, no, I, uh. I was told to watch the show uh, by a friend, but I, I wasn't informed as to why until the end of the show. And when I saw it, and I was like, "Oh, that's why." All right, so yeah, pretty good, uh, pretty good stuff there. Uh, I'm I'm happy for him. Uh, it's going to be real interesting to see uh, the ripple effect of of all the indies that he's he is booked on, like Paradigm and that, and see if uh, that carries over there, or if he stays with the Forgotten Fight team, or what's going to happen with all that and. Uh, it's going to be very, very interesting. Yeah, especially if some of those guys that don't work come with the promotion bev working, uh, are they going to start showing up? Yeah, that's a very good possibility. Uh, I would bet money on it, I think, at this point, that, uh, you know, wherever one goes, this, the others seem to follow. So, well, do you want to know what's on IWTV this week? Uh, yeah, actually, because I am out of the loop. I have no idea. Okay. 
So Tuesday, February 23rd at 8 p.m. Eastern, New South Pro Wrestling uh, presents Action Clash, episode 24. And they've been doing some really interesting stuff. They got, like, some updated lighting, and uh, there's some real good storylines going on there now that uh, I've been kind of trying to keep track of on on Twitter. I might need to sit down and spend some time watching and get caught up on it. Um, Wednesday, February 24th at 7 p.m. Eastern, Limitless Wrestling, The Road, season 3, episode 1. So, man, we're on season three of that already. That's crazy. Wow. And see, at 10 p.m. on Wednesday, uh, Paradigm Pro Wrestling, No Hook, Episode 3. Man, you know, all these indie companies uh, have these um, these shows going on. I wonder if, if, if AIW could have something like that. That'd be cool. Uh, it definitely would be. Uh, I mean, obviously, yeah, John Thorne wants to do things right and try to get fans back in before he starts doing anything, but... I wouldn't mind seeing him to do tapings like once a month like this. You know, get like four episodes cameraed out for, for an IWTV. Yeah, so, something show. to give us something to watch while we're waiting for live shows to come back or something. That'd be cool. And then we got a big weekend. Uh, four shows this upcoming weekend. Saturday, February 27th at 3 p.m. in the afternoon. ICW, No Holds Barred, Pit Fighter X6. And then in between that at 7 p.m., Violence X Suffering violence of the lambs 2021 and then at 8 p.m eastern icw no holds barred volume 10 and then sunday no peace underground horrors of survival at 8 p.m uh, and that's what's on iwtv this week I- i'm just going to say it violence of the lamb a great fucking name for a show i wish i would have thought of it apparently it's supposed to be like their their wrestlemania show like of the year or it's like their big show of the year from what i gathered on twitter so that's kind of interesting that uh it's violence of the lambs it is a fun name uh you know play on horror movies is always a, a fun thing and it's one of my favorites so all right well i've got i've really got nothing else we want to go ahead and get into the review yeah, let's get into some Good Trouble, man. All right, and that is the name of the show we are doing. Good Trouble, presented by the Ohio Wrestling Alliance back on January 30th of 2021 in Hilliard, Ohio. Uh, OWA looks like it's only been around in 2019, and obviously with the pandemic, it's not run that many shows. Cage Match only has three shows lifted. I don't think they've done any more than that. I think that's it. Yeah, and they're actually, there's like two shows booked upcoming. They're going to be uh, holding their title tournament to crown their first champion, so... And which they uh, plugged several times during this particular show. And uh, what I like about this show here is this is really like the OWA version of For the Culture. Yeah. They, yeah, they, they start off with uh, John Lewis, the former uh, uh, representative on Colbert, explaining what good trouble is. Well, I was told not to get in trouble because things are just what they are, but then Roka Park and Martin Luther King got into what I call good trouble. And I believe I could be wrong. I, I correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe aside from a referee and uh, one of the commentators, all the talent on this show is African American. Uh, I believe so. And from top to bottom, this is a great uh, show. There's, I mean, none of the matches really went too too long. I think the longest was like 13, almost 14 minutes long. That was the main event. Uh, they had promos in between everything. Um, I mean, when I was kind of looking at like the cage matches, like, oh man, this show should be like, what, maybe an hour and a half. I looked and it was like two and a half hours, but then it kind of made sense once I started getting into it because they had the video packages for, you know, basically the, the promos for each match to the build up for it. Um, there was a music video at the beginning. They did the announcements like to announce cheeseburger as the, uh, additional commentator. 
and there were some issues with commentary. Well, uh, the, uh, I, I, I want to get the commentary itself. No, it was very good. Right. It, it, we're, it was it was the audio of the commentary more than anything else that was the issue with it. Yeah, it had and a you lot can of... especially tell when they went from showing like the coming from the ring to cutting to the commentator. But then we got different in how the level were cut up for each of the shots there. Yeah, the the audio drop on it was just really wild. Like it almost seemed like they were like not talking into the microphone for half of it. And it just it was really frustrating because I was trying to pay attention to what they were saying to like learn about some of these people that I'd never seen before. And it was just it was it was really frustrating. Um I was really disappointed in how that came out. I mean, obviously it's not their fault, but I mean, there's something going on with the audio levels that needs to be looked at for future shows because it was, it was not very good. Yeah. Well, the commentary at Kofi, I thought was very good. John Orlando, the play-by-play guy did a nice job and Cheeseburger mm-hmm. surprised me how good he was at color. And Cheeseburger's not really known as a talker anyway, mm-hmm. but he did a great job explaining who the guys were. Even, even the guy he didn't know he was finding way of putting over. I, I really enjoyed you know, the commentary in that aspect. Well, I'm glad you were able to hear it, to, to enjoy it, because I just at, at one point I just eventually just turned it down and was just like, whatever, I'm not going to try to try to hear it because I can't. I can't. So it may, yeah. be, it may be because I was watching it on the computer and I had my headphone on. That could that be it. That, that might, be, might be why. But yeah, I, that might have. If I was, yeah, I watched it on my TV. So like it just, you know, once it started like really like getting real drowned out, and then like sometimes like the crowd audio would be just way higher than them, so that it was it was real hard for to even hear them through the crowd uh, audio. But I mean, that, other than that, I mean, obviously they're they're a good pairing. Um, it just the technical difficulties there got them so. Um, and, and, and I will say I love Jay Rogan for ringing out right. He I had a hard time hearing throughout the show. Yeah, uh, sometimes he talks a little bit lower, and then that that was difficult. And then the here's the biggest thing to me: like when I was like looking at how long the show was compared to what the, like the the match lengths were. Uh, why are you announcing them to come out if you're and then announcing them once they're in the ring? If you're not going to cut out the entrances, if you're going to cut out the entrances, it makes sense to announce them when they're in the ring. If you're not going to do that, just announce them as they're coming out. It saves everybody time. Like you could have saved like 30 minutes on this show just by doing that. I don't know who was in charge of coming up with that, but like it, it would, that was a kind of annoying too. It's like, okay, you're, they, they came out. You had all this time to tell us who they were. Why? Why? It just. The general principle behind that, I don't necessarily mind being boxing dug it that way, UFG dug it that way. Well, the part that bothered me with it was is J Rook would announce this match is scheduled for one fall, introducing first. The guy would come out and not get introduced. And then J Rook would go and hit opponent. And then the person would come out and not get introduced, and then J Rook would introduce anybody. I would rather just rather J Rook have not had anything until they got in the ring if they were gonna do it that way. That was right. my biggest issue with it. Yeah, but, I, just, I mean, I do I do agree with you in the sense though that you're not broadcasting this live. This was a two week tape delay, I believe, before it finally before it dropped. Right. You could have cut that out and gave some time on the show that way. Yeah, I mean, uh, the great thing is they did have like the the video package uh, for each match with the promos in between. That was cool. Um, but I'm just looking at like any way to save time on stuff because you know uh, 
you can tighten all that kind of stuff up so that you have a it's much more seems like a much more professional package when it's everything's kind of tightened up there was just a lot of extra slop on everything like after the promos were done like it was like basically a screensaver of the match card and stuff for the show we were already watching so why not go back cut that stuff out trim down the time anywhere you can to get it to like a nice tight you know even hour and a half two hours solid i mean there was just a lot of slop that could have been cut out if they were going to do it um that was my only real complaint with with anything on this show whatsoever i thought everything else was excellent as we go through uh i was really impressed with a lot of people uh some people i got to see for like a first or second time and i really enjoyed them and uh but yeah, that, that's all my gripes. Okay. I'm not, I'm not here to shit on the show because I really did enjoy the show. That was just my opening gripes. Um, so now let's get into the matches. Uh, unless you have anything else. No, for production and things like that, I think we've got it covered. Okay. Okay. Now I'm going to say that I also enjoyed the show quite a bit to the point that I did not take a lot of note. Okay. Because I was just really enjoying the show and didn't want to write anything down. I didn't want to make anything. Yeah, the, the funny thing I think we talked about on uh, previously was when you're reviewing a show and it's really good, there's really nothing to write home about. It's like, okay, these matches were all really good. Like, there's a spot here, spot here that I really liked. But, like, yeah, there's uh, it's going to be a really short review. I mean, there's, there's really <laughs> not a lot to pick apart on this. It was a really good show, and I highly recommend checking it out. So let's, I guess let's get into the matches. Let's Let's talk about these. Okay, our opening contest is Ryan Rembrandt against Anthony Bennett. These are two guys that I had not seen, that I didn't remember seeing before. Yeah, I don't think I've seen them before. This was a really nice opening matchup. There's some good technical wrestling early on. Uh, Rembrandt took control of the hot shot, worked on the leg, worked on the leg, worked on the leg, but down Indian Deathlock, which I love that move. Yes, me too. Yeah, not too many people do it anymore. We actually call a couple of them over the show tonight. Uh, Bennett had a beautiful drop kick to start a comeback. Uh, did a, he did a lot of high flying for a guy who had had his leg worked on for five minutes. That would probably be my only real gripe with it. Mm-hmm. But Bennett got the win with a crucifix bomb just after the, just about 10 minutes. Good stuff. I mean, I enjoyed that. Yeah, it was a pretty brutal crucifix bomb, too. I was kind of surprised that was the finish. Usually that's not like a, a finish. Somehow it's always like, oh, they kick out of that and they go into something else. But that was it was pretty solid, so. Our next match is Devante for Conflexus Montem. Couple of guys I know we've seen before here. Yeah. I was I was actually impressed with this one. I expected with two bigger guys like that they're gonna be kind of slow and hard hitting. They wanted a pretty quick pace throughout throughout this one. Well, Lexus kind of played like as the smaller guy. He was quicker, more agile, and Devante's, you know, being the bigger, uh, more powerful guy, just uh would steamball him or steamroll him every every so often. So it was uh, it was pretty interesting trying to you know keep one step ahead of a bigger guy and and I like that little bit of storytelling they did there with that. And of course Montez eat a pound and get beat up for a few minutes after that. <laughs> uh, but uh, Montez get the win with flight bread number two and cheaper called it on commentary in about eight minutes. Yeah, they actually called like every move correctly in this in the finishing sequence of moves. I was really impressed. So. That see at this point I could still hear commentary, so I was like, okay, like all right, that's that's awesome. Like he was like, oh, is he going for this? Is he going for that? And I'm like, yeah, he is going for that. Oh, he is going for that. Interesting. Like he knew what the guy could do, so like that was really cool to to hear. Like somebody that actually really knew the setup for every little like every little thing going into that finish. It was pretty good. 
Yeah, I mean, realistically, a lot of people sleep on Cheeseburger because of what his role is in Ring of Honor, but he does a lot of the training at the ROH Dojo. He knows what he's doing. Right, and if you think about it, dude's been there for so long, like, it'd be his own fault if he didn't get better at anything, and dude has just, like, secretly become really great at a lot of stuff. Like, you gotta figure he's learning from a lot of world-class talent that comes through ROH. So, I mean, it doesn't surprise me that commentary is, is one of the things that he can uh pick up and do really well because i mean they got a really good commentary um team in roh so i mean they even make you sound good when you did commentary with them so oh gee thanks you're welcome <laughs> all right from there we've got ht mac against pb smooth battle of the battle of the initial no nothing on that joke okay yeah no I'm not, I'm not giving it to you okay <laughs> Okay, a guy we've seen a lot of, especially PB Smooth being an AIW guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is another one very similar to the one before, where it's a uh, guy can get the speed. Uh, PB Smooth like six foot nine, so you don't have to have book the match that way, <laughs> which, which is fine. Uh, this one, this is probably my least favorite match of the show, and it's not to say it's a bad match, but I feel like both of these guys are better in heel. Right. Uh, I think they both wanted to be a heel. Right. So they were both kind of working a heel, even though I think Smooth was supposed to be the baby face. Right. And it just felt odd. Yeah, I mean, Smooth had uh, Jocelyn at ringside with him. Uh, you know, 40 acres and and, and uh, that kind of stuff. They definitely play up the heel aspects uh, in other promotions. And AC Mack is, you know, the loudmouth, the, you know, the, the cocky, arrogant heel. So, yeah, this felt kind of weird. Like, obviously, the crowd wanted to cheer for PB, so, like, they kind of did because they knew who he was more so than AC Mack. But, yeah, it was an awkward pairing. I, I expected more from the match. I thought it was an okay match, but uh, it was an awkward pairing. So, Mack got the advantage with, with the kick to the dick. <laughs> he went for another one late in the match, but Smooth caught it, went pretty much right into the cutout powerbomb for the win in about eight minutes. Again, there's nothing nothing technically wrong with the match, except for the fact that it looked like two guys were trying to work heel when they weren't when one of them wasn't booked to work heel. If this would have been booked like a heel versus heel match, and they were both doing shit to each other, like right from the beginning, I think I would have enjoyed it a lot more. Yeah, yeah, I, I can agree with that. Okay, go so from there. We get our lone title match of the day, and this one Bill, this one announced by Jay Rogue and for the Pan African World Diaspora World Title. I don't know why you need the word, the word world in there twice, but it was Trisha Dora defending the title against Don't Die Miles. I really like this match. I did too. I like Trisha yeah. Dora. I think she's fucking awesome, and I want to see more of her. I think this is only the second time I've seen her. I saw her when she won the belt. Uh, randomly, I watched that show, and I caught her match where she won the belt, and I thought it was really good. And uh, yeah, I should I should have watched that Iron Man match with her and Tony Deppin, or the Iron match, excuse me. Uh, with her and Tony Deppin, because I heard it was really good too, especially the end. Um, so I might have to go back and try to watch that. But she's she's fucking awesome. So yeah, this was my first chance seeing her. Yeah, I agree. I I enjoy her. I enjoyed watching her a lot. And I mean, don't die, Miles. Can just he can take a lot of bump for everybody. Be a kick a tiny dude. And he's young too. I mean, he's got yeah. uh, he's he's very early in his career. So I mean, but keep an eye on him because I think he's going to do big things. Okay, my oak at one point, I did write this one down, hit, hit a thick-looking springboard neckbreaker. Oh, yeah, dude, he fucking flipped her around. Holy shit, yeah. That was that was definitely a, a big spot in the match. He, like, they, she, oh, man, that was that was rough. He fucking caught her, and, oh, man, wow, yeah. 
And that looked really good. She took it really well, pulled it really well. I, yeah. That was great. But it was Adora with the Lariat Tubman. Yes. Getting the pin at 826 to retain the championship. And that, that, was, that was fun. That, that really was a fun match. Yeah, this is, I feel like, there was a turn after this match where, like, everything after this match was really, like, a step above everything else that came before it. Like, it really started hitting its stride. So, good good match placement, I would say. Yeah. All right, from there, we get Trey Lamar taking on Eli Eichum. Eli Eichum, a, a product of the Ring of Honor Dojo, if I'm not mistaken, and we've worked for Ring of Honor in the past. I've seen him before based off of that. Trey Lamar, we've seen a lot. So this, this looks like it could be really fun here. And it was. We got some good technical wrestling out of this as well. We got some unique suplex throughout this one. And like the longer the match went, uh, the higher degree of difficulty everything everything came to. Like they were building really nice throughout the throughout the matchup. Right. A lot of near falls near the end. Uh, Eichem went for a moonsault. Lamar rolled out of the way. Eichem tried to land on his feet, tweaked his knee a little bit, and Lamar ended up locking in the lion tamer for the commission in 1003. Yeah, he also hit his uh, frog splash elbow drop to the back, which I thought looked real real nice. Um, I'm trying to think what the move was that set up the lion tamer though. He hit something else and he kicked out. And then he put on the lion tamer and got the submission from it. I can't remember what it was that he kicked out of though. I don't remember. I don't remember either, to be honest with you. Cause I was surprised I, he used the lion tamer, but it looked real fucking good too. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, that, that, that the uh, best looking lion tamer in Jericho using WCW before he had to tone it down. Right. That's from, not from anybody trying to use it. Okay. From there we go to what I think was my favorite match of the entire night. We got Lee Moriarty taking on O'Shea Edwards. And what made you uh, like this match so much? I, I don't know what it was over anything else. I just, I mean, Lee Moriarty is one of the top talents in North America, whether he wants to admit to it or not. Right. He, he'll tell. He'll tell you. He tell. He'll tell you he's not. Literally, everybody else will be like, "Dude, you're awesome." Like, I think he's mean? more concerned about being scary than 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 talented. I don't know. He's 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 a goofball. He's going to be a comedy wrestler now. He says so. But then you've got O'Shea Edward, who is starting to get some play in Ring of Honor as well with Shane Taylor promotion. And I, I know really, I think a lot of people sleep on O'Shea Edwards' talent. Oh, yeah, most definitely. No, they, they do end up going out on the floor uh, pretty early here, which was, which was kind of a surprise, but not really. Uh, Edwards ended up trying to chop Lee Moriarty. He missed. He hit the post instead, and that would uh, lead Q to go start working on the on the arm and the shoulder. Uh, Edwards selling here is fantastic. Even when he goes on offense, he would do something and immediately clutch his shoulder mm-hmm. and be real slow to follow up. Like, it wasn't like... Like we mentioned the first match where a guy doing a lot of flying for a guy who had a leg worked on. Right. Like Edward was doing stuff, but it was it was taking so long between moves and he was going so so realistically. It's like, okay, he he's just exerting all the effort he's gotten to get any move in and he can't follow up. Right. A big different big difference there. And at the arm play into the finish, Edward powers out of the Fujiwara arm bar into a tombstone for the pin. I enjoy the lot. Yeah, it was a real good match, man. Like I said, it, I'm not going to have a ton to say about a lot of these because the, every match was was really decent. Like, like I said, I think my favorite was, was Trisha Dora, Don't Die Miles. Um, but you like this one, and there's a couple more. Uh, I think we've got, what, two more left? Yeah, two more left. Absolutely. I, I will say, though, as great as Lee Moriarty is, we have seen a lot of Lee Moriarty matches, and I think he loses more than he wins, and he still ends up more over after every match regardless. <laughs> yeah, he's one of those guys, like, he's he's so white hot that it, like, you don't have to, he doesn't have to win every single match, and he's still, you know, everybody's favorite, so. 
Well, well I, I brought up a, a month or two ago. They, what he won, I think he only won like one match of like the kick he was on during the collective. Mm-hmm. But he can't. But that was he was the guy everybody came out of the collective talking about. Right. From there, we go to our lone tag match of the evening. We've got the Tate Twins taking on the main event of Duke David and Gannon Jones Jr. Uh, the Tate Twins are probably better known at being Dalton Cackle Boy in Ring of Honor. Okay. I thought they looked familiar, but I wasn't sure. Yeah. I, yeah. Cheaperger mentioned them being part of the ROH Dojo, but didn't mention that gimmick. Right. If you didn't know, you probably wouldn't have figured it out. Yeah. Just tight on scheme. So they must have a carload from ROH come out because they had what cheeseburger, the Tates, uh, O'Shea and uh, John Gresham. So I, I could be, I know cheeseburger did a seminar down that way a couple, a month or two ago. I'm one, I don't know if it was, I can't remember if it was the game show or before then. Hmm. Uh, I'm thinking that, but that might've been, that might've been the deal there, but I think another one where the main event have the guys and power advantage and they're using it. The tapes win guard, the smaller team. So they're using the quick tag and trying to use their speed. Main event does eventually get the advantage. They're working at the heel. Uh, we get the hot tag to Brandon. There's a, a lot of a lot of fast paced action. Uh, Brent Tate took Jones down with a small package, and it and it looked really it looked really odd due to the seismic advantage with it. Like technically it was fine, but it's just the, it took so long to get it down because of the seismic advantage. But it Jones pinning pinning I believe Brent with the flea flicker in ten twenty eight. I, I wrote Jones pin Tate like that was gonna narrow down which one he fucking pinned. <laughs> They're fucking twins. Oh man, it looked like a fine tag match. Yeah, it was a nice uh, breakup uh, and, and a little bit of a cool down before we get to the main event. And that main event, we could almost call it Ring of Honor versus MLW. It's Jonathan Gresham against Myron Reed, and this was fucking great too. They, they that was a technical masterpiece most of the way. I, I can't even describe some of the commission moves that Gresham was using. Gresham was just <laughs> fucking fantastic. Dude, he's got like this. I, I've only seen him a handful of times because I don't really watch Ring of Honor. Like, I have watched some stuff with him, but his like body type is so different from everybody else's. Like, he's built so just weird. And it's not like a bad thing. It's just, he's just built in such a way that like, it's he's just so impressive. Yeah. But there's one point in this match where he's going for, for an Indian death lock and Reed countering it, and he's going for the Indian death lock and, he, and Reed countering it. Gresham just kind of like turns Reed onto his stomach and it's almost turns into like a combination Indian death lock and a surfboard. Like I, like, I, I don't even think I'm descri- doing it just to trying to describe it. It was really a great kick one can really a kick looking move once it got locked in. Uh, Reed does hit a uh, leap over the top rope, hit a cutter on the floor at one point. Yeah, that's becoming a signature to, to, to do that, man. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a vicious-looking move, and I'm, I I worry the first time he screws that up that somebody's going to get really hurt, whether it's him or whether the guy he's hitting with it. Right. Like, it's a, it's a good-looking move, but it's a scary move. Right. Uh, Gresham was bleeding from the back at one point. I couldn't figure out how that happened. Like, that was actually before he even went to the floor. I, I noticed that. I didn't notice. Finish comes. Gresham, Gresham gets the uh, form of the figure four on. Reed reversing it, Gresham reversing it back, Reed reversing it again, Gresham reversing it back, and before Reed finally tapped. So even then, even with the finish, Reed fighting, Reed fighting, Reed fighting, Reed had no for, no choice but to tap. Just good stuff all around. I really enjoyed this. Yeah, it told a real good story, and um, especially at the end, too, you know, Reed uh, slapping the hand and... Yeah, refusing the handshake. Yeah, he, he, uh, he ref- yeah, basically refusing to admit Gresham was the better man on this night. 
Gresham's patronizing them by trying to shake a can afterward. However, you want to, however you want to work at any 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 number of any number of you can work there. Yeah, it seemed like uh, you know the, he, he cut a little promo afterwards and uh, kind of building to maybe a rematch down the road. I, I hope they book the rematch. I'd like I'd like to see it. I would honestly like to see their rematch under Ring of Honor's pure rule. I think these two guys could have a hell of a match under that rule. Okay. Possibly, yeah. Uh, I don't think it's any secret how we're going to rate this one on each kind, but thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle. Yeah, we're going, we're going thumbs up, man. Oh, absolutely. I enjoyed the lot. Uh, I mean, this Hilliard, Ohio, just outside of Columbus, maybe two and a half, three hours from our bay. Yep. Yeah, I, mean, I, I would not mind making a road trip to keep the company. Uh, they're already added on the list, man. I got, I got our list going and uh, I actually talked about it today because, you know, Southern Underground Pros at the top of that list, but uh, I got, I got, it's added on the list. So eventually, right. uh, you know, maybe they'll do a weekend where unsanctioned runs and they run and maybe we'll hit up both. I don't know. We'll make a, you know, weekend out of it or something. So once the world gets back to normal, hopefully, you know, by the end of the year and 2022, we can, uh, really take this show on the road and, and go do some live wrestling watching to make up for all the wrestling. We didn't get to watch this year and last year. <laughs> Oh, I, I already, I've already gotten yelled at just, just because it's the first WWE show with fans in over a year. I requested WrestleMania weekend off just like watch WrestleMania live, and I'm already getting yelled at for doing that. But <laughs> hey, at least you're not like trying to go down there and get on shows. So yeah, it, it, yeah, it's not, it's not like I call, it's not like I call Triple H like, hey, can you book me WrestleMania weekend? I, uh, like a lot of matches for your referee crew to work. I mean, have it take one or two off their hands. Like I haven't done that. Yeah, I'm sure Clemens could get you in. Which shout out to him. It's his birthday today as we record this on Sunday. So oh, happy birthday, Jake. I actually didn't realize that. Yeah. You might want to, might want to go say something to him. <laughs> yeah, I probably will. Probably will. It's going to be go off the air here. I, yeah, my social media time been cut way down. My wrestling watching time been cut way down. It's been a weird week. I, I can tell. That's why I send you the important stuff when things happen. Uh, I've been spending a lot more time on our Twitter and, uh, I guess I should mention this. Um, we're on the road to 300 followers. When we get to 300 followers, I'm giving away three months free of IWTV. So go to IWTV guide, follow it. And, uh, you could win three months free of IWTV. Okay. And I know between our feed and the PWP, the PW pondering feed, we have more than 300 listeners. So there's <laughs> a lot of you listening to the show that aren't following that Twitter. Go three months free. Hell of a deal. Yeah, I mean, all you got to do is follow us, and we don't spam you with anything. Like, we just re- we retweet stuff that, like, obviously we are uh, promoting uh, and, you know, um, sponsoring for shows right now. Uh, and that's really about it. We'll, we'll tweet at you. We'll, we'll interact with you. Like, we're, we're, we're on there all the time. So we try to watch stuff when it airs live for IWTV, all that kind of fun stuff. Uh, give us a follow. We're worth it, I think. And, I mean, you can win three months free because it's random, so uh i'll figure out a way to do that drawing and make sure we get that all taken care of once we hit that and the the main goal is if we can hit like 600 by the end of the year i'm going to give away a whole year so <laughs> yeah, that i got big goals 120 dollar value right there like yeah i got big goals so uh if you get everybody to follow us get our get our numbers up and uh you can win you know Three months, every every hundred followers, we're gonna start banging out another three months free. So, I think you know that's a that's a solid plan. I mean, obviously, if you listen to this, why not get three months free of the, of the service? You know, make it worth and your while. 
Uh, yeah, if, I mean, if you're listening to us, you clearly love independent wrestling. You want to watch independent wrestling. Yeah, so why not watch it for free for three months? All right, man, uh, get your plugs in. Let's uh, take this home. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at RefJayhawk, Facebook and Instagram at Jayhawk1539. On Twitch, if I ever get back onto that, again, my time has been really cut short lately, but uh, RefJayhawk there as well. Uh, I don't have details yet, but I am going to be doing an empty arena taping at referee here in a couple of weeks. Once I find out like when those shows are going to air and how I'll start plugging those as well. Right on. And remember, you can check out our podcast friends, Wrestling Cheers, Pod Van Dam, the Super Fantastic Podcast, At Odds with Wrestling, the Spotlight Series, and its Evolution Baby. And you can check out our other friends, pwponderings.com. Use promo code PWP for five days free at independentwrestling.tv. Big Starks brand, Mouse's Wrestling Adventures, Good Company in Cleveland, Ohio, Smoke and Jay's Barbecue, Kayfabe Collectibles, Action Wrestling, Paradigm Pro Wrestling, Southern Underground Pro. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Charlie underscore Butters. And you can find this podcast on Twitter and Instagram at IWTV Guide. Wear your mask. Black Lives Matter. Talk to you next week, everyone. I hear yak, 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 yak. Man down. Where you from, nigga? Fuck who you know. Where you from, my nigga? Where your grandma stay, huh, my nigga? This mad city I run, my nigga. Brace yourself, I take you on a trip down memory lane. This is not a rapper, I'm slinking crack or moon cocaine. This is cold a second, plenty cognac and major pain. Not the drill sergeant, but the stress that weighing on your brain. It was me, El Boogie, Yang Yang, YG, Lucky, ride down Rosecrans, it got ugly. Waving your hand out the window, check yourself. Uh, warriors and Conan's hope euphoria can slow dance with society. The driver's seat, the first one to get killed. Seen a light skinned nigga with his brains blown out. At the same birth. Stand with tank out. Now this is not a tape recorder saying that he did it But ever since that day, I was looking at him different That was back when I was nine, Joey packed a nine Pack a stand on every porch is fine We adapt to crime, pack a van with four guns at a time With the sliding door, fuck it up Fuck you shooting for if you ain't walking up, you fucking punk Picking up the fucking pump, picking off you sucker Sucker dick or die a sucker punch of all the bullets coming from AKs, ARs, AR, duck That's what mama said when we was eating that free lunch Oh man, goddamn all hell broke loose You killed my cousin back in 94, fuck your truce Now crawl your head in that noose, you wind up dead on the news Ain't no peace treaty, just peace and BG's up to pre-approve Bodies on top of bodies, IVs on top of IVs Obviously the coroner between the sheets like the Aussies When you hop on that trolley, make sure your color's correct Make sure your corporate or they'll be calling your mother collect They say the governor collect, all of our tactics except When we in traffic and tragic happens, that shit ain't no threat You moving backwards if you suggest that you sleep with a tech Go buy your chopper and have a doctor on speed dial, I guess Mad City Bend down, where you from? Every time I'm in the street, I hear yeah, yeah.